Welcome to the Becoming Fully Free podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Bradley, Certified Holistic Health Coach and Nutritionist. And if you're ready to get focused on what it takes to create not just a body that you love and healthy habits that feel easy, but also building a life that feels so aligned, so empowering, and so fun, you've come to the right place. So buckle up, sister, because your life is about to change. Hello, welcome back to episode 52 of the Becoming Fully Free podcast. Today, we're going to talk about why you keep failing. And we're going to talk specifically in terms of nutrition habits, fitness habits, and fat loss. But these seven bullets that I'm going to give you um, really relate to any area of your life right? Because how we do one thing is how we do most things. And the reason why one area of your life isn't working the way you want it to is probably because of how you're approaching other areas of your life. That's just how it works. So I've been hearing from a lot of people, their biggest fear is what if I put in all the work and I don't get the result? What if I change my nutrition habits, change my fitness habits, change my mindset, and I don't get the result I want? And I understand where they're coming from with this thought. So if you're thinking it, I get it. But I also want you to ask yourself, how is that helping you? It's not. What it's actually doing is it's keeping you stuck. It's keeping you in inaction. And you're like failing ahead of time because you're not even trying. You're talking yourself out of doing the thing that you really want to do because you're so, quote unquote, afraid to fail. So what I want to offer you is instead of thinking, what if I do all the work and nothing happens? What if you do all the work and your life changes in ways you can't even fathom? What if you do all the work and yes, you lose the body fat and yes, you gain more confidence and yes, you feel more solid in your healthy habits and your relationships improve and you get a raise or you get that dream job or you get pregnant or you move somewhere in the country or in the world that you've always wanted to live because you have the bravery and you have the courage and you have the confidence to do it now. What if that happens? We really love to focus on the possible negative outcomes. And we've talked about this before, how this is just how we're wired. And so Again, I understand why people think this way. What I don't understand is if we know we have an option to think differently, why stay stuck in the what if I fail? Why not dream into what if I achieve everything I want to achieve and then some? So building off of that thought, what if I do everything right and I fail I mean, that's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. It's just not realistic to think that you're going to put the work and effort into something and fail at it. It's just that that's, that's just not possible. But what I want to talk about today is built off of that thought, why we have that thought, why we play into it and why we keep failing time and time and time again. Now, the number one reason why we fail or why we stop ourselves is because of our thinking. Always. We think it's our action. We think it's the diet we're following. We think it's the alcohol, the sugar, the carbs. Nope. It's your thinking. 
So what we're going to go over today, I'm going to give you seven bullets of why you're struggling, why you keep quote unquote failing. And listen, when I say failing, it's not a bad thing. I know it's so cliche, but failing is a part of success. There's not one person who has just decided to do something and they're like an overnight success and they're wildly successful without putting any effort in, without putting any risk into it, without failing along the way. I fail all the time, all the time. But you keep going. If it's something that you really want, you keep going. You keep trying until you figure out that thing that works for you, right? So let's get into these seven reasons why you keep failing. Number one is you are more comfortable going along with the crowd and going against your own goals than doing what it takes to get to where you want to be. Perfect example of this is social drinking right? Let's say you have a fat loss goal. You all know my guidelines for fat loss is four drinks per week. You can ration those out any way you want to. But the reason why we need to set a little bit of a guideline there is because when we drink alcohol, fat metabolism stops in its tracks because your liver is working overtime to get the alcohol out of your system. Okay. So four drinks per week and you're, you've had this fat loss goal forever and it's just, it's been your goal for like years, if not decades, and you just don't understand why you can't get there. And then when we look at it, it's because every weekend you're going out drinking and during the week you're having a few drinks and then you go on vacation and all you do is sit on the beach and drink. And because it's a lot more comfortable to tell your friends or your significant other or whoever, oh yeah, no, no problem. Like, let's just go to the bar instead of saying, you know what, let's skip the drinking tonight. Let's just go out to dinner and go for a walk on the beach or whatever, right? It's easier to follow the like status quo, it's easier to follow what the crowd that you're in is doing rather than standing up for yourself and going for your goals. And again, human nature, right? We don't want to be left behind. We don't want to be outcasted. We don't want to be shunned from our group of friends. But let me tell you this, of all the clients I've ever worked with, of all the women who I've helped reach their fat loss goals, of all the women who I have helped modify their alcohol intake to reach their fat loss goals. Never once has one of them come to me and said, my friends don't want to hang out with me anymore. They're always giving me a hard time for not drinking. They don't invite me to things. That's never, ever happened. Never. Because your friends want you to be happy. They want you to be healthy. And if for you, that means cutting back on drinking, they're going to be fine with that. If that means cutting back on pizza, on donuts, on candy, on takeout, whatever, they're going to want you to do that, right? So it's not just alcohol, it's all the things. But if we keep doing what the crowd is doing, if we keep just like appeasing people and people pleasing, we're never going to get to that goal. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is you're giving up too soon. Again, human nature. (laughs) Our brain wants path of least resistance. It wants what's easiest, what's comfortable, what's familiar. You start changing your eating habits and your exercise habits and your brain's going to be like, what's happening right now? 
no, 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 go back to what you were doing before. It puts up a lot of resistance. It can increase your hunger levels. It can increase your cravings. It can increase your thoughts about food. That's when it gets really hard. And that's when you give up, right? And so instead of doing all the things at once, like we've talked about this before, right? Like if you are trying to, I actually just signed a new one-on-one client who told me last summer she did, I don't even think I can remember all the things, but she did intermittent fasting, no sugar, no alcohol, vegan 90% of the time. I think there were a couple others. Oh, she was like working out six days a week or something like that. There were a lot of things that she was doing and she's like, and it worked until it didn't work anymore. And now I want to get back to that place, but I don't know how. When we try to do all the things, our brain freaks out. And so that's why you can't do it. That's why we quit, right? So baby steps are the key there. That's the way to make lasting changes. That's the way to make this easier on your brain, easier on your body, easier on your lifestyle. So in terms of not being persistent enough and giving up too soon, you really want to check yourself and make sure that you're not doing too much too fast and you're not overwhelming yourself. Okay. Number three is we talked about this in the beginning. You'd rather focus on why something won't work instead of why it will. When I talk about moderation, people are like, oh no, I can't do that because I would just eat cookies all the time instead of trying it and really going for it and really doing it and implementing it. Um, a 20 minute workouts. No, that's not going to do anything. So I have to work out for at least 60 minutes and then they don't end up working out at all because it's this whole big thing. Whereas if they could just work out for 20 minutes, it's better than nothing. Right. We love to talk about or love to convince ourselves why things won't work so that we don't have to do them. And we have an excuse to not take action. So what I want to challenge you to think about is how can you make this easier for yourself? What are some small, again, going back to what we just talked about, what are some small changes that you can make that you can stick to for a month and then go make another change? Focus on what is going to work for you. And if you don't know what's going to work for you, that's why coaching is so valuable. I help you figure that out. Number four is you're too distracted. You keep failing because you don't have your priorities straight. Your priorities cannot be relationships and family and career and food and fitness and fat loss and, 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 and. Top three priorities. And if fat loss, fitness, food, if that's not in the top three, Stop beating yourself up about it. If it is in your top three and you're still not getting there, I encourage you to go back to number two and three. Why do you keep giving up? Why are you overwhelming yourself? How can you make it easier? Number five, this is kind of a tough one. I mean, I feel like this episode is full of tough love because it really is just getting real with your thoughts and how you're holding yourself back. But number five is you're not taking personal responsibility for where you're at which means people love to do this. We all do, right? I can't exercise because my husband works a long day and he comes home and he doesn't have the energy to help out with the kids. And that's the only time I have to work out. And so I just don't get to exercise. Or my boss called me in for an early meeting. And so I missed my morning yoga class and I can't go at night because I have plans with friends. And so my boss is an asshole and I skipped my workout. We blame other people 
for our results or lack thereof. The more you do this, the more powerless you're going to feel, right? I coach my clients on this stuff all the time on, I understand that your husband's tired after work. I understand that you sometimes have to go to work early, but you are also a human being and you get to have a life too. At the end of your life, again, cliche, but like, I think about this a lot. At the end of your life, do you want to think like, I never stood up for myself. I never did the things I wanted to do because I was so afraid that my boss was going to get mad at me. Or do you want to be on your deathbed thinking like, damn, I really did it. I lived a life that I'm so proud of. And I was so happy and I had the best people on my side and I stood up for myself. I did the things I wanted. Like what's, what's better? Take some responsibility for where you're at. And if you don't like where you're at, know that you 100% can change that. You are literally never stuck. You are just one decision away from a completely different life, a completely different experience. You just have to decide. Number six is you don't actually believe it's possible. You don't actually think you can reach these goals that you set for yourself. We have these unconscious or, or subconscious beliefs that we don't even recognize are really there. They kind of just like filter in and out as like they're kind of on a replay reel of like, you're not going to be able to do this. You've tried so many times. What makes you think you can do it now? That plays over and over and over again in your head, right? Those beliefs affect our results. Those beliefs affect our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, and our results. If you have shitty thoughts cycling through your brain all the time, you're going to have shitty results. Now, that's not to say that negative results are or negative thoughts are bad and you shouldn't have them. Of course, we're going to have them. That's how we're wired. It's human nature. However, you have the power to modify them. You have the power to swap them. You have the power to think and feel differently so that you can get different results. It's almost like you fake it till you make it sometimes, right? Like you're just feeling really shitty. You're not getting the results you want. You start into that negative spiral. You can catch yourself. You can journal every morning. I'm so proud of myself for reaching, I don't know. I'm so proud of myself for losing the 20 pounds. I'm so proud of myself for losing the 20 pounds without having lost it yet. There's this great exercise. It's a manifestation exercise. It's called the five times 55. You have five days. And you write out your goal or your mantra or however you want to feel 55 times each day for five days. And it just gets you in that mindset of this is possible. This is what I'm doing. And it puts you in that space of it's done. And then you start taking better action and then you start getting better results. You have to believe that it's possible for you in order to achieve it. Okay. And then number seven, the last one, the juiciest one, people keep failing. You keep failing because deep down, you don't think you deserve what you want. I'm going to pause there. Let that sink in. A lot of us feel that, you know, okay. So maybe you were teased a lot growing up because of your weight or your parents talked to you about your weight all the time, or your mom was always putting you on diets. Um, and your mom was always talking about how she was never thin enough, never fit enough, never this, that, and the other thing. So you got all of these messages that skinny is good and being how you are is bad. 
And something inside of us then makes us feel really uncomfortable of like, it makes us feel uncomfortable to think ah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm actually good how I am. This is, this is the point my clients get to that makes me so happy. They come to me, they're like, I want, I need to lose 20 pounds. I need to, I'm like, okay, don't need to, but we can do that. But then they get to this point of, I actually don't feel like I need to lose the weight because I just feel so good. I feel happier. I feel healthier. I'm making better choices. My clothes are fitting better. I don't even care about the number anymore. They feel so deserving of feeling better, of feeling good, that the number just doesn't matter. But in order to get there, there are some things to uncover. Like all the things we just talked about are just like top layers for this underlying cause of failures that you don't deserve what you want. You are so deserving of not fat loss, right? Like, sure, if you want to lose the weight, lose it. Go ahead. Like, go out and lose the weight. But what you really deserve is a life beyond your wildest dreams and thoughts. You deserve a relationship where you're so happy. You deserve a career that you're thriving in. You deserve a big fat bank account. You deserve to live in a body that you love and feel really good. And you deserve all of those things. But coming at us all the time, whether it's on social media, from parents, from family members, from friends, whoever, we get all these messages that it's not enough, it's not enough, it's not enough. You lose the 20 pounds, you keep gaining it back. It's a sign that it's not actually the weight loss that is the problem, it's your thinking, right? You get a promotion at work, it's like, well, you should have gotten that five years ago right? Like we really love to fuck ourselves over <laughs> in that way. We don't think we deserve the things that we really want. And so when we have that thought, I want to lose 20 pounds, but I actually don't deserve to look better than I do now because I've never looked good. No one's ever told me I looked good. I don't feel good. I don't like exercise. I don't like vegetables. I don't want to drink more water. I I'm fine on five hours of sleep. So I'm not interested in changing how I, how I sleep, all of those things that lead to that fat loss result. We don't want to do. It's like, well, then I'm stuck and I don't deserve it because I don't want to do what it takes to get there. That thought needs to change. And I would encourage you to change the thought from I need to lose fat or I need to lose 20 pounds to I want to live an amazing life. I just want to feel good in my skin. I want to feel good in my clothes. I don't want to fucking think about it anymore, right? Like, aren't you at that point? I hope you are. But uh, like, aren't you at that point where it's like, man, if I have to set a fat loss goal one more time, that's why a lot of people give up too, because they feel like they've been at it for so long and nothing is working for them. Which is the whole point of this episode. <laughs> If that's how you're feeling, you want to go back and listen to all of these seven bullet points and look at kind of where is the kink in your chain? What's not working? What do you have to go look at a little bit deeper? And if you think you don't deserve to lose the weight, if you think you don't deserve to live a life beyond your wildest dreams, why is that? Where did that come from? Where'd that messaging come from? What are you so afraid of 
getting, right? It is scary. You know, I used to, and then I'm going to wrap up because now I know I'm just like rambling. I don't even know if that last bullet made sense. I hope it did. But I always used to hear people talk about fail, um, fear of success. And I was like, why would anybody be afraid to be successful? That's insane. I get fear of failure, but I don't get fear of success. Now I'm completely the opposite. <laughs> I don't get fear, fear of failure because you're going to fail. You just are. So if you know something's going to happen, why are you going to be afraid of it? Right? But fear of success is very real. People are very afraid. If I change my habits, I'm going to lose my friends. If I change my habits, my partner's not going to want to be with me anymore. If I change my mindset, if I get more confident, people are going to think I'm cocky. We're so afraid of these things that haven't even happened. We're so afraid of the things that are going to level up our lives and make us happier and more successful and better because we don't think we're worthy of it, but you are. So that's it. I'm done talking now. Let me know what you think about this episode. Come find me over on Instagram at Lauren Bradley coaching. And I'll talk to you there. All right. Have a great week. Bye.